What's up, everybody? Another episode of the Straight Cut Reviews. I am Aaron. This is Mark. I'm Josh. And I'm number four, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) That is factually accurate. Uh, All right, so who wants to describe what we are having today? This is the uh, crooked stick. That we are we are having the elder's wand <laughs> stick. We are. Um, we're <laughs> yes, it is. We're doing the special C, 2013 Davidoff Culebra. Yes. So I thought we were in a vote on who was going to well, describe it. Well, nobody jumped in. You so just like, jumped yeah. in. Didn't I just, let us jump in. So just, thank you for asking a question <laughs> and then immediately <laughs> answering it. That's um, what I do best. You do. No, this is something that Josh found on you did. I Havana. I Havana. And you, uh, you're like, hey, we should do this for a show. And we're like, We've had this in cool. our locker for <laughs> six months, easy. Yeah, six months at 12 least. 12 to 18 years. Um, well, in COVID, in COVID years, <laughs> COVID yeah, that's years, accurate. Absolutely. So there is, uh, and this is the fourteenth start of this. This is uh, right. there is yeah. a there is a lot of there is a lot of fucking people in this room. There are. Uh, it's chaos. I can't wait to edit this one. It's gonna yes. be awesome. Uh-huh. So le- here's to a clean show. Here's to so us. I don't have to do a lot of stuff. As as the great Liz, Liz, Lizzie Hale says, yeah. here's to us. So right off the bat, it's not a straight cigar. It's not crooked. It's we all have different shapes. S's we do and use and just a little so, looks like so, a pipe going over there and man. this is this is called a, a, a culebra. culebra and i'm not going to say it right so i'm gonna stop and it's basically three cigars rolled yeah. into one and and i think the story of this is they were told they could have one cigar so mm-hmm. rollers um saying fuck you to the man said <laughs> well fuck you i'm gonna roll 15 cigars into one yeah right and this is my one i call this is one well and i don't know if it's lore or myth or actuality right. but you know that's the story so to speak it's the it's like the rolling cigars on the virgin yeah. size thing which yeah. is yeah which is it's <laughs> for all the record, for the record would be really bad for cigars because <laughs> I get all that oil on it. But that's fine. That's uh, you know, and was actually some euphemism. So if y'all aren't doing that on the weekends, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Right. Well, which was euphemism for a general, I think, going to hit his girlfriend. Yeah. So um so but that aside. Well, yeah, like Aaron, I mean, in twenty thirteen, definitely the oldest cigar I've ever smoked. I've I've heard your podcast, so I know it's not the oldest one that you've ever smoked, Brandon. Uh, that's true but this has probably got the cake for me that i can think of maybe maybe one lfd that's from like 2011 beats yeah, this I, out but I've, I've, old. I've still got one that's going on 15 years i don't okay. know if, if i'll ever smoke it yep. this is going to be up there in the top five oldest when you'll have more tenure me. in cigar smoking yeah. than i do so yeah. no question about it but uh so I, I will say for mine construction wise burn it's a nice edge yeah um Mine started crooked, but I think it's going um, to be weird to yeah. After coming off the last review where I was really <laughs> harsh on review, <laughs> I think we should probably score easily on reviews. Yeah, on the construction here, mine started burning funky, but it's corrected itself a little bit. It's mm-hmm. not a razor's edge. It's crooked, but it's it's smoking beautifully. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, it's and it's funky, right. funky flavors, and it's yeah. wild that it would smoke. So well like that, but yeah, it is. You know, three Lonsdale cigars. They twist them and tie them, and yeah, they so end up drying. Have you ever seen like anybody that. like try to smoke all three at one time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, seen yeah. pictures of it. It's it's like the dude that smokes the uh, the cedar wrapper still on the cigar, and he's like, mm, Earth yeah. or like Woody, bunch or of the Woody leaf by Oscar with the outside leaf still on it. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't get the cigar cutter, so he takes the kitchen knife. Yeah. And, 
Just light that outside leaf. It'll be fine. Oh, man. God. That's got to taste like dirt. They said you could smoke the band, man. Uh, yeah, well, okay. The but Oil like, Reserve, the Rocky Patel, people thought you could smoke the band on that because it had, like, that cheesecloth on the yeah. on the bottom. Do you remember the zebra striped gum? Mm-hmm. There was yes. a thing where you, you said you could, like, chew with the wrapper, the wrapper on. on yeah, guess. it's just like, like, that was pre-internet, so how did kids, uh, me included, be so stupid and try that, like, you just how, how it does explains it be, so much about you. I mean, but how does it be? How does it traverse the world where everybody does the same thing without having the global internet mm-hmm. at that time? Drew Garrison so would people, have. Uh, it was aliens, songs, aliens. and then people would sing songs, and then they'd go from village to village and sing songs. <laughs> really, I need to. I need to tell these stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah old man. Remember the Dum Dums? That was the thing when I was a kid. If you caught, you had certain wrappers around the Dum Dum suckers. Mm-hmm. Then if you co- collected five of them, you got a free package. See, of Dum Dum. It, it had a star. I think. No, that was the free one. No, wasn't wasn't Dum Dum. That was the uh, no, it was Dum Dum. Uh, it was, was a Tootsie, Tootsie Pop. Pop. Tootsie yeah. Pop. Yeah. Uh huh. Tootsie okay. Pop. Tootsie yeah. Pops. Okay. Dumb they dumb. were suckers. It was a sucker. <laughs> I remember a sucker. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a fan of Tootsie Pops. Blow Pops, yes. Tootsie Pops, not so much. We are now a candy review. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, don't. I'm starting that next week. Uh, all right. So first initial taste. Getting a little spice. I know you said, um, uh, you said baking. Baking spice. Yeah. I'm not getting baking spice. I'm getting straight spice. Um, um, as compared to crooked spice. Um, or sporty spice, um, but I'm getting spice. Um, Can you name the rest of them? Yeah, come on, baby uh, spice, baby spice, ginger, pretty spice, ginger spice, posh, posh spice, posh. Surely we got something wrong there. Singing spice. Yeah, no, it's it's right. sporty ginger posh, baby. Oh man, what's the fifth? Somebody out there is screaming scary right spice. now. Oh, scary <laughs> spice, yeah, scary spice. Scary, is, yeah. And, and and which one is married to David Beckham? Beckham? Posh. That's right. David Beckham. Beckham. You're horrible tonight. You're petering out. <laughs> I feel like it's just a review You're podcast. Just <laughs> it is. It is. Because he does well on the podcast that I'm not here for. It's well. actually accurate. No, the last one was not good either. So well, just the last one was good. Yeah. <clears throat> that was because Joe was there. Mm. All right. So I have ripples in mine. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it is. It is lumpy mm-hmm. is the word I would use. Um, much like uh, yeah, it looks a like sack of it's potatoes. Like, it's like it's like the cigar has muffin tops. Mm-hmm. It's wow, like, that paints a very just, vivid picture. You just I mean, made this fucking awkward. Way to go, Aaron. This and we. I think we're planning on smoking two of these. Yes. Yeah. So we ha- we all have with because they're going to last about ten minutes. We are. Um, so we also have somebody else in here too. So if he wants we to do. jump on to take the second one over somebody else's spot. Steve yeah. is in the house. You can have my second one. We'd be nice to catch catch up with Steve. And I will jump out and, and Steve can jump in. Only if you can name all the, the Spice Girls. In order. Well, and, and We're sing. losing a lot if we lose Mark. Do you, do, There's yeah. a lot of knowledge there that <laughs> our of, listeners of the need. Spice, yeah. Spice Girls. The spice Girls, yeah. Yeah. I mean, flavor-wise, yeah. it's it's I would say pretty mild. It's, yeah, it's your standard. It's all dab right. it off. The, the draw on it, though, I mean, construction-wise, is this far is, better than I thought it was going to be. I would say this is only the third style of this cigar that I've ever had. I had a Partagas years ago. We had the Medusa. Yep. Um, last year, mm-hmm. and then this is just the third. And I'm every, with you. This and, is the and three I've been I've surprised. 
at every single one that I smoke because I, I expect the draw to be absolute dog shit in the construction, but they've all been really good. You know who else is making a Culebra now? Who? Black Label. Oh, Black Label's doing, yeah. Black Label's oh. making a Culebra. Yeah. Those, were, yeah. those sold out almost immediately online. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a, a fun one if we can get our hands on them. Yeah, I think they're already sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw them for like 12 minutes, and then they were just gone. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. But so, okay, so when they roll these, they roll them straight, and then that's when they twist them together. They roll them in a Lonsdale size, you said? Yeah, whatever size you, I mean, that's a, that's the size you got there, probably like a six and a half by 46 So can these come in bigger gauges? Could you do a Gordo if it was longer or Churchill? Oh, yeah. Some people have, have done them longer. You know, some of the, the traditional Cuban cigars that they've made Culebras out of are a little bit bigger than this. But traditionally, it's about that size, about that Lonsdale, a little bit smaller. Okay. Um, yeah, and they roll them straight. You know, it's a, it's a testament to how good these guys are yeah. you know like you said all of us and i told you before we started it'll smoke good it'll burn good yeah right about because it because these guys are amazing at what they do mm-hmm. and they roll a really good cigar and then they they roll it up and you know they've got the the fill right and they've got it twisted um you know the ratios of tobacco are correct and so just because it has a weird shape to it all the ratios are still going to be similar and the blend is going to be right and it's going to burn down like it should if they Made a good cigar, which, you know, I banked on Davidoff making a good cigar, which I think <laughs> yeah. is a yeah. pretty safe, good bet, you know? Bet, yeah. I mean, and the, and the presentation is, I really like, it's simple, but it's like elegance. It's like what you even said, uh, like you're in, you're undressing the cigar. It is, you're pulling it, and it's just like the ribbon comes yeah, off. Yeah, I'm still creeped is. out when you guys keep Turn me on a little bit. I mean, I, you know. now a totally bunch of dudes out. in here, and we're, right. we're all sitting Sausage down. Sausage fest. <laughs> it's a yellow band with the red... Um, uh, cursive Davidoff repeated over and over again. Like, I don't know who they are. Um, and I, I was expecting long... you to get the name wrong. I was <laughs> expecting you to say something. I was, I was, I was waiting for you to say like, Oh, this says like, uh, Aaron is a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says Aaron is a dickhead. <laughs> um, it's and it's, it's yellow band and it's in the, the classic Davidoff signature. And, and it's just over and over again, underlined, the the presentation was beautiful, and then it was it's just a simple band, and it was wrapped at the, both of the bottom and the top. Right, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was one of those you had to be really careful because um, you could mess up the scar. But you also had to figure out what the bottom and the top was because the the cap is really it's faint. It's faint yeah. after you cut it. Yeah, looking at it, right. it's kind of like I don't know which end is right. Most cigars, you cut it, and then you still know what's the foot and what's what's the head of the scar. But on this one, it's it's not totally obvious. well. In Davidoff wise, I told you guys before we started, I've only ever seen one other Culebra come out of them, and it was the the Nicaragua Yamasa and Escurio. They did one of each blend and then twisted them into a Culebra. Oh. So each. And tendril, if you will, was a different blend. And were they labeled so you'd know which each one? Yeah, they they all had like a foot band or something like that. Now that's very Davidoff-ish. And I I think those were like 2017-ish or sometime around when those blends came out. I, I, you know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm I'm really liking the lumps sound bad. But I'm liking the lumps. I love the lovely You're lumps. Pro lovely muffin lumps. tops. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, when, you, like when, you, have, when you have one, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's just. 
You yes. call it like ridges or yeah. waves, you know. I guess ridges, mounds, yeah. Yeah. or moguls, or banana bread top. No, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Davidoff of Geneva doesn't like us calling them mounds or banana bread tops. Yeah, I'm sure they don't. If yeah. they. They listen. You know, Brandon just got done with this big spiel about how skilled these rollers are. And yep. I'm over here just taking a big old just, dump on them. Just well, but murdering that's, I mean, that's the nature of rolling them together is they would they would have those sort of ridges and, and all that. Um, watching a skilled roller is, is remarkable, and, and Davidoff's got to have some of the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like just going down the YouTube rabbit hole of, like, watching people roll because I've said it before, like when we've watched Martinez, like it's very therapeutic and it's relaxing and it's just like, it's like the ASMR is just having on the background. It's like one of those things where you fall asleep watching YouTube in the middle of the night. And then like you wake up and like, there's those people building huts in the middle of the woods, but it's just like, nobody's making a sound. Nobody's talking, but it's just, people are just rolling and it's therapeutic. I like it. It's calming. Me and Brandon watched some people build huts in the middle of the woods last night. In fact, what I was talking about? Yeah. Well, not the ASMR thing, but he was showing me some survival dude in the middle of the rainforest. Uh, he was like, hey. This guy's crazy. I forget what the YouTube thing is, but yeah, this guy survives in the rainforest for months at a time yeah. with nothing but a machetes and barefoot bugs everywhere. He like carries around like bushes on fire to keep the bugs off of him. Anything he catches, he just eats the whole thing bones like he'll find a rat or a squirrel or something he just charcoals it and then just eats the whole thing like it's wild i can't i'd, I'd be dead how we this got on this topic at the cigar serious. shop I, I don't know you, you brought it up because every conversation just comes up yeah. at a cigar shop yeah we talked about this in rehearsal <laughs> <laughs> just rehearsal yeah this was, ago. this was on the agenda yeah. um yes um, yeah, I've seen those guys building the, like the pool, the indoor pool. That and I've watched the Martinez guys roll live and on the. It's very. Um, oh yeah, you saw, actually saw them in person. <clears> yeah, Christian is amazing. Watching guys roll, and I've, I know you guys have seen it in person. It is. Um, it is. It's mesmerizing to watch a really skilled roller do all the parts because it. It's. It's. Um, they don't think. They just. Yeah, it's just automatic machine. Automatic machine. Yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's almost as much fun as watching Dave and Christian argue about uh, <laughs> uh, shrimp. Chicken sandwiches or shrimp, yeah. Whatever shrimp was, at yeah. the uh, fancy Italian place in St. Louis. Mm. Apparently, masticoli, not shrimp. <laughs> that's a little call out for Dave. <laughs> yeah, I that's, talk, that's I talk for to you, Dave. Nacho. I talked to Dave afterwards, and he said, yeah, he was so pissed at me. He was like, oh, that's what he said. So he said, shrimp. I want shrimp. And and Dave thought that meant let's order a masticoli. <laughs> and it came a chicken dish. <laughs> no, it came out. Masticoli is pasta and uh, meat sauce. So that didn't go well. Bolognese. Yep. Bolognese. Bolognese. I'm, this is a pretty typical Davidoff for me. I'm not, I mean, it's not, it's not heavy. It's, it's a light. It's got some nice flavor notes to it. It's not super uh, flavorful, but it's got nice flavor notes to it. It's got some lovely funk. I like the, it's subtle and yeah. it's just lovely, lovely funk. Yeah. I mean, you guys <clears throat> talked about not smoke like this oldest cigar you've ever smoked, you know? So yeah. what, what, I mean, what happens, especially to a cigar like this and like probably four or five years it starts 
you know, it starts losing a lot of, of the, you know, defining characteristics of the flavor profiles and they just start muting together a lot. And that's just what I feel like this has done. I didn't smoke one when they just came out, but I've smoked a lot of Davidoffs yeah. that were, you know, less than a year old or pretty fresh. And, you know, you get some of those pronounced flavor notes and this is, it's, it's mellowed together. You know, it's got a little like funky mustiness to it mm-hmm. just because, you know, cigars kind of take on that flavor characteristic as they're losing those essential oils and the flavors are marinating together over several, you know, we're talking what, seven years seven, on this one? Seven, yeah. And there's no way to really gauge it because it doesn't come in cellophane, so you don't see it, you know, that, that timeline on the, you know, turning into the yellow cello and... So it's like a pot roast. It's happening. It's like a pot. It's happening. In Wait, pot. no, I, no. Go back to that. I want to know how is it like a pot roast? It's it's marrying. It's merging together. Okay. So we like said a, like a stew. I guess the consensus was based roast. on our internet research. Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Dominican binder and filler. Like mm-hmm. you said, that's kind of in line with the Davidoff Anniversario, which I know is a big favorite of yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one that I certainly like a lot as well. But, I mean, this is a stark contrast from that. I bet if you set one down for seven years, you'd be surprised how similar they were. Um, so, are these, <laughs> so do you think these are kind of like on the downward climb of getting the most flavor and getting everything that yeah, absolutely. they want to get out of it? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, you know, I hate, I'm not saying that in a negative way. No. Mm-hmm. The flavors are you're just going to be getting less and less pronounced flavors, um, especially a lighter cigar like this, even when it was rolled, probably like medium, you know, like the Anniversarios or the Signature Series. Those are mild to medium cigars. And so when you start aging long-term cigars like that, it really quickly you're going to lose, you're going to start losing the strength and you're going to start losing the pronounced flavors. You know, a lot of the more robust cigars with a lot of strength and thick wrappers and Lajero and that kind of thing, those will age and you can do that long term and they will, uh, they have, you know, enough strength and stuff that they can mellow out a little bit and be okay. But when you start aging cigars for over two or three or four years, yeah. you know, then they're going to lose a little bit of strength yeah. and the flavors are going to start coming together, which is a beautiful thing. Like if you're a cigar nerd like me and Josh, um, <laughs> so honored yeah uh like all of us here you know like it's a it's great like you love it you know you like want to smoke one like all of us have boxes sitting around that we'll Mm -hmm. smoke one now and we'll smoke another one in six months and another one in another six months yeah and it's just fun to watch how those flavors are changing over the years and so you know if that's something that you haven't really got into it's not for everybody but it's a really cool thing that if you really love cigars and when you don't want to try it out then there are cigars you can buy now. Just buy a few extra here and there. Keep them in the bottom of your humidor. You know, put out a space. Like these are aging and these are smoking over here. And you know, see how the flavors change over the years. Well, it's really like, interesting. Uh, um, with Liga, like they they say when they're when they get to the shop, like that's the optimal time to have them. You don't have to age them anymore because mm-hmm. this is the the time to have them. They do all the mm-hmm. they do all the aging for you. And it's yeah. like, I think yeah. I have some Liga stuff in my personal stock just that I just haven't gotten to yet, but I'm not really, I don't think I've ever aged anything Drew Estate because I just know that when they send it that way, right? that's what they consider is the optimal time. The what? only only cigars that you have to age right now are Cubans. Yeah. We're not going to get on that topic. 
Um, that always upsets people when you start talking about that, but they all taste like paper. They're not, you know, they can't keep up with the demand. They can't get them out fast enough. They don't age them and ferment them and do all the things properly. Not on a scale. I'm not saying that some of them aren't done great, but on a scale, they don't do it like all the brands that are in our humidor. So if you pick up a, a Drew Estate or a Perdomo or a Padron or a Fuente or a whatever, walk on down the line, they're ready to smoke when they get it. They age them oh. and ferment them. You know, Steve's here, so we'll talk about Ashton. He's been to where they make all their cigars. They do everything they need to do there. So when you get them and you buy it, you can smoke it. You don't have to go sit it down for six months or a year before you can smoke it, which is how it ought to be. And so, but it's fun to still do it yeah. and see how it yeah. changes over time. Like well, the I, regular San Cristobal or the Ashton VSG, those things would age really well. And it'd be fun to watch how those change after five years. Um, you know, think, but the lighter ones aren't going aren't to do much. I think just because they say they're ready to smoke doesn't mean they won't benefit or change by age. And I think that's true of the Ligas. Yeah. I know they say they're ready to smoke. I, I think we, I think there are cigars that aren't ready to smoke when they ship. I think there's a lot fewer. I agree with you on the Cubans, but uh, there's no need to cover that. But when they say they're ready to smoke, I think a T52 or a T9 would change over a year or two of aging. It would be interesting to see how those would change. And I don't don't agree that that's optimal the day it shows up in the shop. I think it would be interesting to see. I think it smokes great the day it shows up in the shop. But two years down the road, it... It changes, and it would be interesting to see how that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to say that it's perfectly blended the day it shows up at the yeah. shop is is somewhat well, it's, somebody's it's, it's individual a, it's choice. It's half truth because sure like the uh, the the one we did uh, about six months ago was the it LFD, was really good. Well, the LFD. Oh, the Lido Gomez small batch number seven. Yeah, 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 the seven. Like I didn't like that the first time, the first go around. But then three or four months later, oh yeah, it was a totally, whole different animal, totally different cigar. There yeah. are cigars that could use a little bit of age, and that was one of them. And but not a lot. I mean, you know, it's not like some of the cigars where you say you need to put this down for two years. And no, really do no. I mean that was just a yourself. four month span. I mean, yeah, and that just a few weeks. That LG uh, number seven is. Um, I have a couple of my. It was. Doors. I mean, it was. Oh, it's yeah, spectacular. It was spectacular. Yeah. Ding. Ding. I, I would um, say, <laughs> you know, the, and the LG number five is one of the great cigars, yes, uh, of, of all times, unquestionably. That that Lido Gomez number five, and that's why when Kevin was up in New York, I was almost willing to pay New York taxes to get a Lido. <laughs> oh, when you saw that box, yeah. he goes, "Oh, they have Lido," Go-, and I said, "Those are number fives. and I go, "Oh shit, I'm going to pay New York taxes to get those." And then he shows over the lip, and it's empty, and I go, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> Mark, to your, sorry, go. That was going to be thirty dollars a stick, and I was still going to go. Well, give me all of them. How many they got? Yeah. <laughs> to your point, I've smoked a T fifty two that had six years on it. Joe gave me one when I got married, and uh, it was, you know, similar to what you would expect out of a T fifty two, but nowhere near as in your face as one that. Yeah, I wonder how much. Right I mean, it definitely what Brandon's talking mature. about. How those those. Those flavors sort of mellow and 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 meld yeah. together, and and they kind of um, I don't know if harmonize is the right word, but it becomes much less distinct and much more uh, uniform. I guess is a good way to say yeah. it. Yeah, but it, I mean it's a totally different beast and two different cigars, totally Just, different cigars. Yeah. yeah, if you took the Spe- band off of them, especially side by side, six years. Yeah, six years in cigars aging. 
mm-hmm. is forever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, a, and like a good with, amount of time with yeah. this, are you getting any changing throughout the cigar? Because to me, well, it's staying a lot the same. I think it's single note. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, that'll happen a lot. But I think just to, you know, touch on that difference, you know, you're talking about <clears throat> a company like, you know, Drew Estate or Ashton and Perdomo, whatever. They got master blenders mm-hmm. that make these cigars that they have an idea of what this blend that they want to produce and what it's going to taste like. And when that cigar is ready and it meets what they want, then they ship it out. So them saying it is ready and is this is, you know, the expectation of, that we have for this cigar and it's ready now. Whether you like that or not, you know, that's up for debate, but whether they feel like they're giving you a finished product, that's not, you know, that is their, yeah, that sure. is, uh, you know, that's their creation. That is what they want that cigar to be. And so, yeah, some of us will like it to mellow out and age over time. I do that, you mm-hmm. know, because I don't want a super strong in my face cigar very often. So I like to age stronger cigars and smoke them years down the road. But, some sure. people like them to be in their face and blow their face off and melt their lips when they put it on there. I'm like, oh, that's too much for me. It's like we, I mean, Mark and I did a secret Santa with LCC. So I, I put together my box and I sent it out and I had it all laid out on my bar yesterday. And I was like, damn, I, I got to throw some like lighter stuff in here just because I'm not exactly sure if, if they're all about the, uh, the, the, full, the full peppery, you know, three quarter to full body stuff. So, or flavor. So I am that way. Like, just give me the punch to the throat. Yeah. Well, that's fine when you smoke, you know, three cigars a week. Three but when shit. you smoke a lot, like me, <laughs> you, you you know, you can't just smoke. No, nobody thinking, smokes more than you. You can't yes. smoke chisels all the time and, and still have <laughs> taste buds and a brain and all of that. <laughs> True. So, so that's why he has the beard, right? Because all those spicy cigars burned his chin off a long time ago. Well, I have multiple chins, so that's why I have oh, the beard. Was that, that right? <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's why it's there. So they added chins. Yeah, they added, okay. they added his own. Gotcha. I think that's 80% of why guys have beards. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, I never had facial hair in my life until I, you know, you can see that picture until right there. Until you see a picture of yourself, you're like, oh, shit. You know, I got to grow something? Then I grow it out. So now I'm thinking about shaving it. I've been thinking about shaving it for three years, two, three years, however long I've had it. I'm like, I don't know. I, I can hide I, behind the shave two I days like a month, man. Uh, yeah. Mine's going away in two days. Let's see. What, is this December? Yeah. I shaved three years ago. I'm going <laughs> six years. So it's it's been a minute. Like, my, I'm already white. I, no telling how white my face is underneath yeah. this. Yeah, it would be, it would be it's vampiric to watch you walk in without a beard. <laughs> Nobody would recognize you. No, they wouldn't. I, if you cut your hair and shaved your beard, nobody would recognize you. You could be a great con artist. I'll get, uh, I'll cut my hair, shave my beard, and get contacts on the same day, and not wear a hat. Yeah, just, yeah come on, <laughs> got to wear some color too. Yeah, just cover not black. your arms up and just wear like I'm, a. I'm wearing gray today, so. <laughs> yeah, it's from the waist down. From the waist down. Other than Mark, this room is really monochromatic. It is. Yeah, I use big words. Since I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. <laughs> you should. Yes, I know what that word means. You should take that very personal. Yes, suspect. So, like, I since we since we just moved to our new house, like, it gave me a chance to reorganize everything. So now my closet is nothing but, like, the whole left side is nothing but all black shirts. And I have one little section down below has a few 
like royal shirts, some chief shirts, and some sporting shirts. So that's my colored section, just like blue, <laughs> red, and, and like uh, like dark blue. You know who else wears pretty much only black shirts? And he's been on the show like once. It's Patty. Oh, Patty yeah. wears black shirts. And so Patty went on this diet and dropped a bunch of weight. Mm-hmm. He's looking good. Mm-hmm. But I told him the first time I saw him after he dropped all that weight, I was like, man, you're going to have to get you a new fleet of black shirts, aren't you? And he's yeah. like, yeah, these are problems I'm dealing with. Buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to go get like 12 new plain black shirts. I thought you were going to say Satan. <laughs> he, he's red. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah. I've got the red down. I just, you know. You do? Drapes. You do? Yeah, guys, I think it's pretty single note, but it's burned really well for yeah, me. I, I, I dropped my ash, which sucked because I had a nice ash going. It was on. Really becoming a regular thing. It's really you. surprising that a cigar that is crooked did not hold a a long ash. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> I, wow. Yes, but it, for what I mean, it was it was a good third of the cigar. It was a good third of the cigar. Yeah. How long have we been smoking this? 25 minutes? Uh, 30-ish, yeah. Yep, right at 30. Let me see what the uh, stopwatch, the, the Adrian stop, stop Shot clock. clock. Shot clock. Uh, we're at 32 on the nut. So Why does it have to be on the nut? It's a carpentry term. It means right on. It's on the nut. It means on the nut. Anybody the else nut. realize that carpenters are weird people? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We play with wood all day. What do you expect? <laughs> and fumes. Yeah. Mark, my comment earlier made you uncomfortable. How does that make you feel? Um, um, not that uncomfortable because <laughs> carpenters are weird people. I wonder if you could try to straighten these out. You I mean, it's just too dried out. You I guess if you over-humidify and then... I heard the Great Coral Reef is beautiful. Great Coral Reef is dead. What are you talking about? I heard it was beautiful. Oh, it was, yes. Thank you. It's a shout-out to Caleb right there. He's laughing his ass off at the moment. I uh, Speaking of Caleb, I posted a picture the other day or whatever Instagram story of me in church wearing my Liga Pravada T52 socks. Nice. And Caleb messaged me after he saw that, and he said, I think I just had a heart, like a, like a bunch of fire emojis. And like, look at my wife. I think Caleb just had a heart attack because it was cigars and Jesus <laughs> all in one did, swing. Did, did you wear the cufflinks? I don't have a French sleeve uh, shirt, so I didn't wear the cufflinks. But my wife said, I'm going to get you a shirt so you can wear the cufflinks. And yeah. I'm like, they're so flamboyant. That's a though. whole different level. Oh, yeah, it's are. a whole other. I don't know that I can pull that off, yeah. man. Like, sure. If I was Gary Lewis, I could pull off the cufflinks. But I'm not. I'm far oh, from oh, Gary no, Lewis. No, no. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, you are. Far from Gary Lewis. You are far from <laughs> Gary Lewis. But cufflinks <laughs> are not that flamboyant. I can recognize that. You can that. wear like, cufflinks on a regular shirt. You can. You can do it. Yeah, People you just, do it all the time. You pinch it the other way. Like, you, like you, oh, you're not wearing a collared shirt. No. Wearing well, a I am, shirt. but I'm wearing a polo. So Okay, you're wearing a collared shirt. Yeah, yeah you just fold you just, the button the other way. Yeah, you just put them the same way and stick the cufflinks through there. It's huh. fine. A little more casual cufflinks. You I don't, don't have to have, have a, the, the, like, different color cuffs, you know, with the, like, the blue and then the white. Yeah, but that's what collar. everybody thinks of when oh, they think yeah. cufflinks. Pink shirt, no, white no, collar, no. white cuffs. White cuffs, Go halfway up your... Your uh, forearms. Well, you know. I'm sorry. Like, I think about Gary, though, because he wears those sweet blue shirts with the white collar and the white cuffs. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man, he's stylish. Yeah, that, we ain't. Yeah. Yeah. That would look well, stupid on you. 
It's like, <laughs> but you can make it work. You can make cufflinks work. See, we're not even playing the same sport. Literally, it's, it's like Gary was in the NFL, and I work in a muffler store next to the stadium. <laughs> like, it's not even close. Are we lighting up? We just going straight to the next. We're going one, to the we not? yeah second one, so, round two. So I'm I'm switching with Steve. Whoever, uh, whoever. Okay. hell, Steve can fucking take my spot. He used to run this show for six months. So, do you want in on this, Steve? You can have mine. Thirty-two huh? episodes. You can have mine. It's fine. I've already said all I need to say around this place. Okay, y'all, y'all have all the the good content, all the good stories. Whoever, do you want this? Whomever. Hey, all right. Hey, so now we got somebody else in the chair. We do. Hi, what's up, guys? It's the X. That's it's right. The X, <laughs> the traitor. Uh, Frank is giggling like a girl. Frank's right words, not is. mine. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Well, it's Frank's letter, not mine, but whatever, you know. I still have, I have every letter that everybody has ever sent to us. Yep. And like, one day I'm just going to frame them all and just put them in my office. You don't have an office. One day you're going to have an office. That's right. (laughs) AKA the garage. The garage. (laughs) Or I don't know, hell, I guess I could. I mean, if we ever get the the studio up, we can line them there or just put them in the fucking uh, lounge somewhere. Mm. Good. How's Kaylee doing? She's good. She's uh, starting to get settled in in Atlanta and starting to find a few places she likes to frequent. So nice, it's, nice. Uh, it's have, good. Have you gotten used to the highways yet? Or do you drive like a like an Atlanta person now? What are they called? Atlant- Atlanteans? Atlanteans. Atlanteans. Yeah, I think so. Uh, when I'm in Atlanta, you you're forced to drive <laughs> like an Atlantean, or you'll the, get run off the road. The the um, those are your two choices. The one time that I've been to Atlanta, mm-hmm. it was nuts. Like, I think we talked about it before. Like, that dude on that left, that far left-hand lane, he's taking that exit that's 50 feet away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and everybody's doing 90 mile an hour. Oh, God, yeah. Like Plus. Like, if I you don't, don't do 80, you're going to get run over. I mean, the Subaru don't don't go that fast. <laughs> so It will. It will, but I, I'm, I'm already... It doesn't old, bank well. I'm, I'm already the old person. Yeah, it's just like the station wagon ain't made for rallying yet. You know, that's that's after you and I retire. Then we turn it into a rally car, and then, you know... You're not comfortable with that car going 60 miles per hour. It is... It's a, oh, God, yeah, that story. <laughs> Why is everybody shitting on me? Mark, Mark passing <laughs> you in a Mazda... <laughs> No, no, no. For the record, it was it was an infinity. infinity. But, okay. but yes, coming back from Conway, he left about five minutes in front of me, and we get about two miles down the road, and I just foo, go by him. For the record, five miles over the speed limit, and I just go. You can't, you can't fly. Aaron drives like and, an old woman, and I and I just and I turn. I go <laughs> old the vegetarian that, woman. The, 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 defi- <laughs> the, the, the destination is you know half the fun. The trip, the trip, is that trip. What you mean? yeah, the right. trip. Yeah. You need to get your <laughs> destination. You to Once again, destination is all of the journey, and so um, I don't want to die on this soapbox. That's right. <laughs> I knew that was coming back up. <laughs> right, but it was just like so because I caught you so fast that I thought to myself, and I actually looked down at my speedometer and went, "I must be. I must have hit the gas super hard." And and I looked down and I went, "No, I'm." I'm doing 75, which for the record, the speed limit is, is 75 now. now. Is well, now 75, but at the time, it was 70 at the time. 70 was 70 at the time. 70, yeah. And, uh, and I, I love just, seeing that I can get like 42 miles to the gallon. Right. 
I mean, that's just nice. You Does become, it have a handbrake or an e-brake? It has a button. I know. I was thinking about you being able to drift in the Subaru. I, I don't think you can. If you had a handbrake, you might could drift I mean, in the Subaru. Drifting in a four-wheel drive car is, yeah, it's not it, recommended. It, it's scary as it is. <laughs> yep. I've done it once, and it was like, oh my god. Yeah, no, that that scared me because I thought I actually debated because we had sort of uh, a very in, uh, intense conversation that night, mm-hmm. and so I debated calling you to make sure you were okay. And then I thought probably <laughs> should leave it alone because I was just worried about you because mm-hmm. I seriously was like, Phew. Mm-hmm. and I looked down and thought, wow, you're mm-hmm. going ten under the speed limit. Are y'all done putting dirt on me? Nope, never. <laughs> now I am. So this Culebra. Yeah. So now you're, I'm on my first one still because I'm a slow fucking smoker as well as a slow driver is evidently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you two are on your second one. Yep. And you are on, well, you're on your first unless you yep. lady and tramped it with B and met in the middle, but you're on your first one. So what's your exposure to Culebra, Steve? I've smoked a few of them. Um, it's not something I choose to smoke a lot. Of course, a lot of companies don't make a lot of these, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not, that's something you see that often. No. A lot of times they're limited production or uh, like an event release, like you know with the Drew State Medusa that they did, which I still have one of those. I haven't I haven't even opened it yet, but yeah, I've got one too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, I, don't, I don't I don't smoke a lot of them. This one in particular is is very musty, mm-hmm. kind of uh, grandma's attic. It's uh, not my typical blend. It's not something I would smoke a lot of, but. No, do you what's think the, it, what's the look? What, what he always makes fun of me because I say grandma's attic, old book. Yeah, it's what it tastes it's, like. It's, it's he it's, uses it's, the same descriptors a lot. It's, it's your spectacular. Yes. No, I get it, but it's correct. It in, is, the, in this instance, it, it is. is correct. Well, and the cigar might be spectacular, but that doesn't stop Aaron from dinging you. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't dinged Steve in a few months. <laughs> we used to ding every Sunday, but now. <laughs> Hey, don't don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's more the novelty of these? Yeah, it's a novelty thing. It's it, you know, it doesn't make it burn better or taste better. Okay, if this if this is a novelty cigar, which I don't know if it is, would this be in the same classification to say like that giant baseball fucking bat, like novelty wise, or is it a different kind of novelty because this is a novelty cigar that you can actually smoke and enjoy? You talking about the femur? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a few companies that make those. The like the, well, the new Oscars one is, got yeah, that like an actual like, it looks like a baseball bat. I think uh, those are different. Oh, I know which it's rolled in the shape of a baseball mm-hmm. bat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are different. Those are not necessarily designed to smoke. That's a yeah, but the, but yeah, that's, that's a showpiece. So you've that's, seen the pipe shaped cigar too. Have you yeah, seen yeah, that one? I have, yeah. yeah. What's well, like? I mean, hell, even the uh, what's the cigar that we had that blew up on you? Uh, the Nova. The Nova had that football one. Or hell, yeah. even the yeah, but that cigar yeah, smoked. Uh, but it actually did. Like, but I mean, that's still a novelty cigar. So this is the novelty cigar that does smoke well. Yeah, yeah. Culebra's designed for you to smoke. You're, mm-hmm. so you're supposed to smoke these, but uh, it's not like it doesn't make it any better. No, it, it adds to because not a lot of people have smoked these or have a chance to smoke Culebra's because, like you said, not a lot of people make them. But you just like, but Black Label is now making them, so that's awesome. Which I'm a big Black Label fan, yeah, and you too. are too. So that's for definitely sure. one we're have to look for. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give that one a try. But it's it's one of those ones, yeah, you have your best rollers do these because it is harder to do, but I can see why a lot of people don't do it because if you're not going to do it perfectly, yeah. don't fucking do it at all because it will turn into shit. The construction on these have all been yeah. great. 
if anybody's got a lead on the Black Label Culebra willing to pay primo bucks for it, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy one of those. I want to try anything Black Label makes. I want to try. So, I'll let you know if I find any. Thanks, Steve. Hey, oh. I'm pretty sure that I scored you away on some Johnnies at one point. So, yeah, pay it for you know. That's what I said. I know. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want to talk about Johnnies right now. Oh yeah, the pain. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, that's rough. The pain. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Had to throw a bunch away. I didn't throw them away though. Yeah, I had both of them away. I was yeah. like, I can't. I can't do it. You have to do it for me. How many did you lose? Six. Ugh. <sighs> the big ones. Yeah. Ugh. That's painful. Sorry, man. Oh, well. Shit happens. You should pay more attention to your humanoid. Man, let me tell you. Like, evidently changing, like, Wi-Fi resets the shit to uh, factory settings. So, yeah. oh, well. Yep. My fault. You know, it's... I. If anything, I'm glad it was, like, my personal stock and not, like, say, like, the humidor in here. Mm-hmm. Or, like, one of the lockers. Like, members' lockers or whatever. For so. sure. Yeah, that would be a lot worse. Yeah, I'll I'll take a a couple hundred buck loss and just a little humility to like, oh, I should know this shit. I do know this shit. I just, you know, rules for thee, not for me, kind of thing. Or rule rules yeah. of three, not for me. Whatever. Yeah. Another. Is um, that he, that I don't even butchered. know what that one is. <laughs> I can't even fix that one for you. Is that like when you pronounce something so wrong that you can't, even though I you just, know the spell check it? That's, why, that's it. why I just talk fast and go over it, and hopefully nobody heard. Yeah. And, what are these yeah. called, Mark? These are Calibris. the, the <laughs> Calibris are the Calibra. Oh, gosh. We'll just go with that. Off. I missed that? you guys. I missed you, too. <laughs> See, si, senor. Yeah, it's, um, it is, it's an okay cigar. Mm-hmm. It's better than the Nova. Yeah. Yeah, because you can actually smoke this one over there, Mark. Yeah. Do you remember what the price of these were? Were they like 90 bucks a piece? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I can tell you. I thought we ended up paying around 72 Something like that. Yeah. A piece. I think it was. Hold on a second. I think it ended up being a, yeah, about like 24 bucks a stick yep. i guess yeah so i think i got 80 bucks from each of you uh i just looked it up at 255 for three culebras okay with shipping so that would put you at like 80 bucks a piece yeah. and then you break that in three so yeah. so it's not i mean it's, it's not bad it's not bad for a for a super aged and unusual smoke and for i mean the 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 special c2013s were hard to find these were yep. like I don't know, like, they just happened to be on yep. iHavana just for that one time, and it just, we just stumbled, or you stumbled across it, and you're like, holy shit, I'm like, let's fucking do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I, you know, something that unique, it's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime type mm-hmm. of deal, and I, even though it's not typically, you know, the flavor profile is not really what I smoke a ton of, mm-hmm. I am elated to have gotten to smoke it. Yeah. Uh, just for the experience of yeah, th- I mean, this is one to go into the into the Rolodex of like cool cigars that mm-hmm. not a lot of people get a chance get a chance to do. And you know, part of the price of that is associated with, and just like you know, if you talk the whiskey world too, the amount of time that something like this takes to sit mm-hmm. and the cost that's associated with that. But also, I mean, another 
qualifier for that. It's just the enjoyment factor of having something this unique. So I, I think it's very justifiable. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a I'm a big Davidoff fan. So me too, I'll, for sure. It's one of the only lighter cigars I'll, that I enjoy that I'll personally buy. Now, if somebody wants to give me one, yeah, I'll, I'll smoke it. But like the the lighter cigars that I actually buy, it's Davidoff, it's Ashen, it's yeah. you know Perdomo, some of them. Yeah. But and the, the list isn't; it's less than five, probably. I've smoked three cigars today. Well, I guess four if you count two Culebras, but uh, Anniversario or yeah. Annie three. Yeah. Ashton cabinet number four. Oh, and, so and, yeah, you're, you're just a light, a light body all day today. Yeah, exactly. And then these two, well, I knew we were smoking these tonight. I didn't want to blow yeah. my palate oh, out with what I would normally so smoke. You, you so. smoke the exact opposite of what I started my day off with. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Tatawa TAA 2014. Yeah. Just like, oof. Oh. let me tell you, that was good. Yes, sir. I've got a few of the, the 18, couple 19s and a 20 still. So, but 2014, that's, that's something. It was good. I think that was a gift too. I think it was from Ronnie, mm. I believe. Nice. Did you guys get your SNS kits? I did tomorrow. I haven't got any tracking info or anything. I haven't either. Mine's and like, it's not very good. On for delivery tomorrow. I've, I've emailed them to be like, hey, I don't live in my old place anymore. So here's my new address. I haven't heard back from them, but hopefully. Well, they sent you an email a couple months ago to update your address. And I have, and I haven't got the confirmation so yet. You should get it then. But mm-hmm. we'll see. On, on their website, it still says my old one, but yeah, I heard they're waiting on uh, some of the shirts. Certain sizes of the shirts are are back ordered. Well, I wear a medium, and there's probably not a big shirts. demand for that. So. Shirt, probably not. Uh, shirts, nice. I saw. So I saw on the Discord, Ron, um, Ronnie got his, and he was like, "I don't want to show you." I'm like, "I, you don't have to. I mean, spoil it. I, I don't care." Shirts, nice. And it. So what is it? What's the? Is it Diaz? Diaz. Okay. And the and the coin is Diaz, um, and the shirt has uh, like a box with Diaz in mm-hmm. it uh, on the back. I can't wait; it's gonna be awesome. It's nice, and the it's same setup as last year. There's a box with fifteen in it, and then a, a three pack in addition for the CRA for yeah. the CRA, and um, and along with that, you get a lotus cutter, a circular circular lotus cutter. Push on the top and the sides come out, and then looks like lo- the XO. Looks like the XO, mm-hmm. um, and you get a Lotus lighter, red. I got a red lighter. I assume everybody's getting the same lighter, mm-hmm. red. Looks pretty badass. It's look, yeah, I can't wait for it. It's, I, st- I I've still only smoked one of last year's, so I need to start cutting into those. I have one full pack of every year I've been in that I just haven't opened. Yeah. So is it three five packs? Yeah. That yeah. makes up your fifteen. Yeah. Gotcha. Is this yeah. your first one? It's my first year. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In the box, we got a box last year, and we get a box this year, and there'll be three five yeah. packs in the box, and then um, then you get a separate three in a coffin with three additionals. Cool. That's cool. it's set up just like it was last year. Pete misses yeah. coming up. I heard he's not doing it. Oh no! Really? <laughs> yep. Uh, That's what they said. He's not doing it this year. Well, that sucks, but. It's probably mm. better anyways. I don't need to buy anymore. <laughs> I've got a mortgage now. <laughs> so not to detract from the Saints and Sinners talk, but Brandon told us, you know, we kind of talked about older cigars that you smoke. What's what's your, you know, furthest out, Steve? Like oldest cigar? Yeah. Uh I've I've smoked a few um probably from like the uh two thousand seven ish period. Um 
within the last probably two years. So that's, I mean, that's a that's, that's a fairly decent time. Yeah, I mean, that's thirteen years. Yeah, um, or ten to thirteen. Um, uh, you know, I had one pre-embargo Cuban, so that's that's probably the oldest thing I've had for like sure. Sixty-three, sixty-four. Yeah. yeah, somewhere around there. I, I'm not 100 percent what year it was. What but was yeah. that like? Paper. It was okay. Yeah, it's just kind of they start to deteriorate. You know, that's yeah. that's the thing that you guys were talking about earlier, right? When we when we produce a cigar as a manufacturer, like when it ships. Brandon is 100% right. That is exactly what the cigar is meant to taste like. That's not to say that it doesn't improve to your palate yeah. after a year or two of age, but there is a tipping point where that cigar starts to deteriorate. Mm-hmm. And uh, the flavor starts to kind of fade out. And then after a certain time, it's gone, you know? Um, so uh, there's... You never know what that point is because it's different with every cigar. Yeah. But when a cigar comes to a shop, that's what the creator of that cigar intended it to taste like yeah so but i'm with you i mean I, there's some cigars that i think are better with a year or two of age on them yep uh rarely do i find one that that is past about three or four years that it continues to get better yeah well, it's I like think, I, I have the i got the viaje birthday blend for this year and initial super i mean the spiciest fucking cigar i've ever had in my life let it sit for six months now, and it's it's mellowed out a little bit. Like, it was almost too hot to smoke. Like, it was enjoyable, but you have to really, really like smoking a pepper, pretty much, because that's what it was like. Yeah. And I know not everybody's going to like that, so let them sit for a little bit, and now it's like, okay, this is, mm. this is a much better flavor, and it's not as, I mean, literally, it was like smoking, like, the, the death chip that we had. It was that hot. Oh, the Pocky One <laughs> Chip. The Pocky One Chip. It was. It Could was, be that hot. It man. It, I'm telling you, it was hot. <laughs> so like, I, I gave it to Rhino, and Rhino's just as much of Viaje head as I am, and he was like, "Holy shit, this is, <laughs> this is almost too much." See, I think Opus is um, could use four or five years. I think they. Yeah. I think the I think the peak is probably two or three years, but I think four or five down the they really start to marry and they start to get to be great. Um, and so I think Opus is the one exception to that. Um, I think the high-end Fuentes in general do better with some age on them. Um, and I, it's just my take on Well, you, you like your añejos with a little age. I do. I do. And I, I think because they, they mellow and they, they, they marry up. And that's, I think those cigars are better that way. But that's my take. And I know that they have, a lot of people just smoke the Opuses and they, they claim they're better day one. And, I just don't like them that way. I, I'm, I'm, I, I think Opus is off the boat. Is is I, um, are like Cubans off the boat. I just, I, I think they're just raw. I agree with the Opus. The Inejo, I think, is Inejo's, about as good as it's going to get when it gets here. Yeah, but. I think with age though they mellow, yeah, and I, I just agree. like, I, I like them mellow, and yeah. so, um, but I, I think they're a great cigar day one. I, I, I don't think you need to age the Inejo. But I think uh, Opus is you do. I agree. I'll, I'll tell you one that I play with. Um, when they first came out, the first production run, when the Andalusian Bull got Cigar of the Year, that was a very, uh, well, spectacular cigar. And then they got yeah. Cigar of the Year, and the the production of those things kind of went through the roof. And the cigars that were coming in, they just didn't taste like that first production run did. 
And uh, so as they come in, I let them sit for six months before I'll smoke them. And I'll get 10 of them and I'll smoke them six months later. But every now and again, I get curious and I'll smoke like the first one, let the other nine sit. And my assessment of that, at least for my palate, has stayed the same. I don't care for the first one out of the box right when it shows up at the shop. But six months later, it's had time to... I don't, you know, this is not a technical term, but chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so now, it's you better. know, we get them about once every six months ish. So I just have a standard box rotation of that yeah. one. There, um, there was one that didn't make the cut on my stuff. I had to toss was one <coughs> of the Inejo or not uh, the uh, Andalusians from the very first box we got. I still have two from the very and first run. I had it. I had to toss it. It just, mm. it was, I'm just not a bull fan. I know that I know that you all love the bulls, and I I just think it's an average LFD. I w- no, I would I, do that. I I like it. I prefer the La Vocata. I, they're just of the LFDs. There's so many great cigars that the LFD makes. For example, the Cab Five, mm-hmm. which just comes out, and that's a fantastic cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, the Lito Gomez Number Five is a is a is just a spectacular cigar, and right. I, I think. LFD makes so many great cigars, and I just don't think the Bull is a great cigar. I think it's an okay cigar. I think it's okay. Well, and you know I'm an LFD it, head like you are. Yeah. And I don't think that, I think the Bull is far from the best LFD. Yeah. It just for me. I would smoke so. a chapter one or chapter two in front of a Bull every day. Hmm. I 100% agree. I just, I, I understand cigar. And, I do like it, though. And, and, and I, I'm thinking of Greg, J Reg, right now, mm-hmm. who is um, one of my favorite people on earth. And he loves that cigar. He's and a bull. He's a bull dude through and, and I, through. I could not listen. This is a classic example of, and his palate's just as good as mine. Mm-hmm. He's a newer cigar smoker, but he trust me, he smokes. He's he's an, he's an intelligent cigar smoker. He knows what he's talking about. That's just an example of two different palates. Yeah, I just I just like other stuff. But I also sent him a couple of those Cab Fives because I thought you like the bull. Here you go, motherfucker. Try this yeah. one. <laughs> As a matter of fact, because the way I do bombs is I when I think of you. So if I'm putting together a bomb for Josh, I I think you know we're talking, and I know you might like this. And then I put in there, I put two cab fives in his bomb accidentally because I apparently thought two different times. You know what? That guy should smoke. That guy should smoke a cab five. And I thought it <laughs> twice, and I put two cab fives in his thing. So I want to make sure he smokes uh, that cigar. So I gave him two. Um, but uh, because if you like the Andalusian Bowl, the cab five is a must try because yeah. it is. It's all that in a, in a pocky one chip bag. <laughs> it's just so good. I don't know if I would consider the pocky a good chip. <laughs> that's all you guys talk about it is the bomb it is <laughs> so they it have a, a bomb they have a new one out oh lord is it worse yeah it's hotter i'm not doing that you want to do it again nope come on nope <laughs> that'd be new. fun <laughs> by whose standard <laughs> your idea of fun is not the same as mine that's the sadist in me <laughs> yes aren't you the Speaking one telling me that you had uh, a brick in your stomach after doing that Oh, oh, that was me. That was him. Yeah. Is that you? Oh yeah. yeah but like, I, I went and picked up. What a, you you had a, you had like a Christmas gift that I had sent to you. You're holding it for me or something, and I asked you. I was like, do you do you feel okay? <laughs> You're like, man, this morning sent oh, yeah, a block in my stomach. Yeah, it was like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I wake up, and my stomach is just solid. It felt like I had concrete in uh-huh. my stomach. Yeah. 
It was miserable. Yeah, it was, defending and then the next day, I almost shit my pants. It was, was fucking horrible. I had like a two-hour drive or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I went to Max Prairie Wings. That's what it was. Yeah. And I had to pull over in like this tiny little gas station <laughs> that didn't have a public restroom, but the lady was nice enough to let me use her bathroom behind like, the listen, counter. lady. <laughs> I bought something just, and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it the was this the one where like the ch- the like the checkout thing was like right by the bathroom yeah. door? <laughs> yeah, no, the the bathroom was right behind the counter. <laughs> That's what it was. She just said, ah! <laughs> I spent like twenty bucks in there just to, to as a thank you to for letting me use the bathroom. You know, jeez. <laughs> And give me a car- carton of Paul Malls. Uh, I mean, I was about to soil myself. What you know? Like, <laughs> you got two options, lady. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, shit in your floor. Or I'm gonna get in the bathroom. What, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. That's nice. I love how we cut out the strip club conversation in favor of this. That's right. This is way better. That's right. Way, way better. <laughs> Well, this has gone from a review to just a full-fledged show. Yeah, so, pretty much. That's all it is now. This is just... Yeah, and I don't think we're going to rate this one on construction because this is such an unusual... How are you out. still smoking the first one? I'm a slow fucking smoker, y'all. Yeah, I'm almost done. I fix and say me too. I mean, this is number two. But, uh, but so what we... Okay, construction-wise, I haven't had any issues. I don't think anybody's nope. had any issues. No. No. But what we're going to do, we were going to rate it another way. We're going to rate it by smoke a buddy. Coach smoke Jeremy. coach, Jeremy. A buddy of ours, he has a thing where he drives a lot throughout the day, yeah, smokes he cigars. He does a thing where it's it's ride or fly. Ride or fly. So we're going to do the he same He has way. a philosophy. Yeah. Jeremy is one of the cool guys that we that I met up in St. Louis. And one of the neat guys, he's out in Memphis. Mm-hmm. He's one of um, uh, Aaron and I's buddies. A good friend. Super smart and nice guy. Good cigar smoker. Just one of our favorite people. Yep. And he's got a standard on cigars, and it's called Ride or Fly because he has the sunroof, and when it's warm, he's got it open. And if the cigar is not smoking well, his philosophy is it's not worth it to keep working on a cigar that's not worth it. And so he says, Ride or Fly, right? So is it worth riding with this cigar or letting it fly? Um, And I personally think that Jeremy's philosophy about cigars is 100% right. Because if it's not worth, Aaron is lighting up his second one right yeah. now. Thank you for interrupting me at this point. <laughs> hey, you interrupted yourself. I could have cut all that out. <laughs> there you go, motherfucker. You done? Thanks. Um, yeah. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna rate it ride or fly. Now, part of ride or fly is price, right? Because it's got to be worth it, you know, to me. But Jeremy and I had this for the record. On the Nova, because I was feeling guilty because the Nova burned so poorly, right? And I, I felt somewhat. I feel bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Um, and I went home, and, and somebody said Nova. I said, "Would you review?" And I said, "They said, would you review?" And I said Nova. And Jeremy said, "He comes on, right? He's mm-hmm. like, uh, he's on mute, and he comes on and says, what do you think?'" And I said, <laughs> "Burned horribly." And he said, "Really." Like, really, really bad. And I said, like, really, really bad. And he said, me too. And he said, did you like it at all? And I said, no, not at all. And he goes, me too. And then Bear said, oh, I love that cigar. And then Jeremy (laughs) said, we just disagree with you. (laughs) I said, we just disagree with you. Bear loved this cigar. 
like you guys did. Said so it was, it was the unusual. construction was damn near perfect. The yeah, flavor was, was just off for me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't love it. I think we rated it six point something. Yeah, it, was, right. it was one of the lower ones that we've ever done. Yeah. All right, so this one, I'm on my number two. I'll ride with it, even even considering the price for it being eighty bucks for three cigars yeah. that is hard to find, and it's a Davidoff. I'll ride. It's on the line. I'll be honest. Um, it's burnt nice. The flavor's been interesting. Mm-hmm. It's been um, really mellow for me. I haven't gotten a ton of flavor out of it. I've gotten some nice flavors. It's been fun smoking this, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. It's been really kind of cool to smoke something that's like a... It's a conversational piece. Yep. So I'm going to say ride as well. And just, B, B said ride as well before he left. He did, which yep. makes me want to say fly, just to, be, to argue <laughs> with B. But I, I say ride. It's right all day for me. I've really enjoyed it. And I mean, you guys know this was one that I kind of brought into the fold. So I'm a little biased with that. But I, for what it is, given, even given the price for what it is and how long it's been around and the the craftsmanship that goes into it, I mean, it's smoked phenomenally. The flavor is not necessarily anything to write home about, but it is that type of aged tobacco that Mm. I like. So yeah, I'm I'm right all Mm. day. So, as far as I can remember, I've only ever put down two cigars in my life. And this being the first one I've smoked, there's no chance I would ever put it down, right? Mm-hmm. But I would not buy this again. So I agree with that. I'm not going to throw it out. Mm-hmm. So, technically, it's a ride. But if I had another one of these, I'd probably gift it to someone who would appreciate it. I'm the same way. I don't know. Okay, that's, that's another question. Not something I would smoke would you buy? The, would you buy a, a number, another three? Probably not. I would only do it like what Steve said if I was gifting it to somebody. Because I've already had it. I've enjoyed it. I know yep. what it is. I know I will like it. Right. But for that same price, I'll buy another dab it off. And look, I said it earlier, yeah. once in a lifetime type of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to have smoked it once or, well, mm-hmm. twice now, really, because mm-hmm. two culebras but, uh, or two tendrils. But I, I wouldn't buy it again in favor of... Anything else that sits around a twenty five dollar price point? No, I, I would I would just buy it just to give it to somebody who's never had one. Right. So, yeah. what year was this made again? Twenty thirteen. Thirteen. So the year uh, Josh was born. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's past the uh, the flavor point. I mean, it's if this, if it just this doesn't was... have enough complexity. It's it's very musty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not a flavor that I like in cigars. I, and I really like musty in cigars, but this one is a little more musty. But just doesn't have than, anything else to it. Yeah, than what you normally get with another It's all you taste. Yeah. Right. Yeah, normally when, when a cigar has a musty flavor to it, it's got other flavors complex mm-hmm. and it has mm-hmm. other things. This does not, to me. Yeah. And I mean, and I'm, we're all, all three of us now are smoking a second one, and it's the same. It's the same. It's the same, same. flavor. Yeah. Been very consistent. So, yeah, it's it's... For the conversation, for the area, for the time, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I would I would buy it again, but for somebody else. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd buy it for somebody else. I think I'd buy something else. I'm with you. For 72 bucks, you could buy a... Uh, oh, yeah, but you got to think, how many people get a chance to smoke one of these? Right. So, yeah, it, but it'd be the same thing. Like, if let's just say, like, that's a cigar that most... Uh, I'm sorry, that's a flavor that most new smokers... Could could smoke and not mm-hmm. get sick from right. Yeah, that's not the cigar I would pick for a new smoker. 
I don't know if I don't know if a lot of new smokers would like that mothball taste. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean it's some it, some it, people like it. It is a very it's, it's a pungent aroma. Yeah. That yeah. No, I appreciate you guys letting me smoke it, and and I really enjoyed sitting and smoking it with you guys and, and talking. It's a great experience, but it's not a cigar I would I would mm-hmm. pick up again. Yep. Well, since we're just turning this into a full fledged show, yeah, which is nice because that would be nice to have a. A week off of time. <laughs> have we, have, one, we have another show we're recording on Sunday. Have, I'll re- remind you. I know, but I'm saying like after that, though, have one in the tank. Oh, so can we say who we have in on our? Well, no, no. I guess no, because this one will actually be coming out afterwards, so it doesn't matter. So we had a good guest last week. <laughs> we did. How about that? We did. We had a really good guest last week. All right. So what are you smoking now? This is a uh, the Fuente Naked Kings. Um. So there's not a lot of information on these. This is uh, the rumor is um, that it's a Rosado wrapper, um, and that the, <laughs> the label and packaging did not come in. So they just released it mm-hmm. as the Naked Kings, and it's really interesting packaging for Fuente. It's got uh, Carlito and and Don Carlos standing in a field in wife beaters, um, and not the uh, not the normal. It's the normal photo, but instead of a uh, Guy Barra shirt, yeah. they're wearing wife beaters. Interesting. Um, Are they I, still wearing hats? I don't remember now. Huh. It's the same photo, so they must be. Oh, they must be. So they just they just superimposed or they photoshopped wife beaters on them. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. I, I like the uh, what was it the fifty four Rosado. Yeah, I, I like that one a lot. So. The the rumor is that this is supposed to be the pink that's coming out. Oh, the pink! But I don't know if that's true or not. Okay, it's a very hot cigar currently. It is, yeah, yeah. And we've had a bunch of people ask, like, "Hey, do you have these?" Like, "Hey, no." Yeah, that's that's the rumors that the packaging didn't come in in time. Yeah, and instead of waiting, because the back order issues right now across the industry are, are it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's like, getting better, but it's pretty bad. We're so start, instead of waiting and not putting anything out, they decided to just go ahead and put it out. So that's we, that's the rumor. We've had a few reps come in in the past week, and they've asked us if we have any extra boxes of their cigars. Wow! Like they just they just need <laughs> the boxes. Yeah, mind. I mean, great. it's Thank you. like it's we haven't seen. Well, I mean, I guess some of the Dominican tobacco is seeing that, but the uh, it was funny. Like like yeah, we just need our we just need the old empty boxes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like yep. Yeah, see that pile over there. Grab them. I'll you know take what you need. Well, it's a it's a weird time in the in the cigar industry. You know, everybody uh, with the pandemic it it slowed down mm-hmm. in March, but then when April hit, everybody started bulking up and buying a lot of stuff, and and so you know you add a combination of the factories being shut down and and people at home smoking a lot more. Yeah. So the industry's up as a whole, but we'd be up a significant amount if if it wasn't for the shutdown in production, you know? Yeah. So it's a, it's a weird thing that we've never really experienced. Um, I mean, the closest thing you could say is like when they, when they had a hurricane or mm-hmm. a tsunami years ago in, in uh, Nicaragua, but we've never been in the position where demand is up so much and, and production is down so much. So it's, it's just an interesting time that we've never gone through. I feel like a lot more cigar smokers were made. Is that the right term? Yeah. Made during this? Yeah, that's for sure. Um, you hear that at a lot of shops that I go to. They, they say they're they getting a ton of new mm-hmm. new 
customers. It seems like every week is yeah. seeing more pe- new people up here. And like, yeah. you have your normals, of course, but then it's like right. a lot of first timers or like their neighbor was yes. a cigar smoker and they always yeah. smelt them or whatever next door and they yeah. want to get into it. Well, and I mean, people are at home. They're not, they're not going into the office, mm-hmm. right? They're, they didn't go on vacation this year. Mm-hmm. So they got a little extra money to spend. And so <clears throat> what do they spend it on? Yeah. Booze and tobacco. I mean, like, imagine, like, you know how many people, like, were doing their normal office jobs, like, without the camera, and they are just smoking cigars all day long? Like, oh, yeah. That's, that could be pretty nice. I do it with the camera. Me, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many meetings I've had where I've been sitting in my garage smoking a cigar, and my national director's like, what are you smoking today, Josh? <laughs> 8 a.m. in the morning, sitting there with a cup of coffee and that a cigar. That is the one thing I wish I could do with my main job, was smoke yeah. cigars, but... It's been, it's been fun. And my boss, who's a couple steps below him, has been like, I don't know if he should do that or not. I'm like, hey, man, he's the national director, and he seems intrigued. So yeah. I'm going to keep smoking until he tells me not to. Or he'll, you just send remember him, your name. Just send him some. And yeah. then you know, y'all could pair up and smoke together. Yeah, It's a good plan. I don't know if I can send my national director cigars and that be okay. That might be a step too far. But Fine. A little, one little of, bribery. One of one of us will send it. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> West End cigars. Yeah. Oh, I, little Rock. I don't know. I, no, I don't get my cigars from those guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I have no affiliation you, with you cover them. Your, you cover your jacket up. Yeah, because I definitely never wear this pullover on that camera. <laughs> yeah. So what else is new? It's been not like much. it's been like four months since we had you on. Yeah, so. it's been a while. Uh, not much, man. Just selling cigars. You were back fully traveling in the, the, the circuit? Yeah, so I was off um, about six weeks with COVID. Um, I didn't have COVID, but during during yeah. the pandemic. Um, so I like the middle of March, they took us off the road. And then I was one of the first reps back out in, in this whole territory, yeah, you not were actually, just my company. Yeah, you were actually, I think, the first of our reps probably yeah. back out. Uh, yeah, me and probably like Chris Harper – was out pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, we were probably the two first on the road. And at that time, it was, you know, you kind of pick and choose the accounts that are open, first of all, and then the accounts that wanted you to come by. Um, and then, I mean, of course, you had a handful of them that, you know, didn't want reps to come by. And I still have probably, uh, you know, five, six accounts that uh, that aren't letting reps come in. Um, or that are still doing curbside mm-hmm. for whatever reason, um, you know, local laws, or they just yeah. choose to do it. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, everybody's back functioning. Uh, I, I heard Memphis has shut down their, not allowed to uh, sit down in the lounges right now. And that was recently, within yeah, the, it's past been the last two couple weeks. weeks yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's, it's, everything's open. You know, some of them are still limited capacity. Most of them are still limited capacity yeah. in some manner. Um, and, of course, the social distancing is is everywhere. Yeah. Um, the weird, interesting part has been the masks. So certain states I go to, they don't have a state mandate, mm-hmm. and so you can wear it or you cannot, right? And then certain stores are requiring people to wear them to come in. But um, certain, like Louisiana, is a statewide. So everywhere you go, you mm-hmm. have to have a mask on, and it may just be till you get inside, and yeah. then you take it off, depending on the shop. But um, it it's been an interesting period for us because, like I said, we're selling a lot of cigars. Back orders have been a problem. Yeah. Um, they're getting better with almost everybody. 
but we're it's it's busy, you know. People yeah. are people are buying. So uh, yeah, I've been I've been full travel since uh, like May. I've been on the road and and I've made multiple trips. So I mean, you got two shows penciled in. You got TPE penciled and PCA so penciled, but TPE moved theirs back. Oh yeah, they're in May now. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, I haven't heard on dates on PCA, but I think they're still holding out hope that they're going to do their normal June, July. I think it's July this year. Yeah. July. It was like after Fourth of July or Fourth of July weekend. It's after Fourth. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This year they moved it back. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's still going. Our uh, I, most of the companies are not doing a national sales meeting. It's all you know over Zoom or uh-huh. WebEx or whatever. Um, so we're not we're not traveling for that. You know, we'll be in our home market that week and and doing a lot of conference calls and so no meetings. Going, no going to Philly for you. No Philly this year. No cheesesteaks. Yeah, uh, maybe. I, I mean, if it if it gets better, they may do it later in the year. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Philadelphia is still not. I mean, they're pretty well shut down yeah, yeah. for the most part. You know, they're they're not back to normal. Yeah. You know, I live in Georgia now, and it's they basically just said, "Screw it, we're going back to normal." And and literally, the only thing that they ask is that you wear a mask, but that's mandated by the businesses. Yeah, the mayor tried to make it a rule, and the governor said, "You don't have the jurisdiction to do so." So there's no mask rule. Yeah, well, mm. I think that's the same thing with. With Arkansas, where nope. it's city stuff, but mm-hmm. nope. Asa's no, it's a like governor's mandate. <coughs> yeah, it's Governor, mandated here. Is, is it? Asa yeah. has, so. There's been a mask mandate since March. Oh, I guess it, yeah, March yeah, the whole time. April, yeah, yeah the whole yeah. time. He fairly early on, when there was back and forth, it, it was fairly early on, he's mandated a mask. Yeah, it's a statewide ordinance. Early, <clears> so the way, they're, the way they're doing it in Atlanta basically is they're putting on the business. Which kind of sucks because it makes you the bad guy is, is the person working or the That's owner, That's what Asa, right? Asa, and I think Asa read that correctly. I mean, I don't want to get into politics, but I right. think Asa read that correctly. He provided cover for the businesses and just and whatever, however you want to read it. He just said, let me be the bad guy and let me provide you cover. And that yeah. way, if the business wanted to enforce it, they could do that and, and you know, whatever. Yeah. And so yeah. I think I, I've... You know, I Louisiana. I hate that they make the businesses do that right. because it really puts them in an awkward situation, yeah. and it's really tough. Yeah, on you the get business. some like seventeen-year-old girl who's just there making minimum wage, and yeah, there's some brute up there. Louisiana, what they're doing is it is statewide mandatory, but if the business is not enforcing it, they lose their business license. Hmm. And they threaten multiple businesses and shut down multiple businesses because of it. Yeah, Ace has talked about over Christmas that he's gonna he's gonna f- enforce the business of certain business types, right? Um, consistently on those business types where he wants a little more, where he sees noncompliance being a problem, mm-hmm. he's he's messaged that. It's interesting. I mean, the numbers are going back up, so yeah, we'll, scary we'll see where it goes. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, so you've been flying and and all yeah. of that. I've I've heard yeah. varying people who've been on planes that it's the same yet awkward. It is so very being in Atlanta. That's the Delta headquarters. So I fly Delta every time I fly, and and they're still blocking the middle seats. Um, so when I fly, there's never anybody in the middle middle aisle unless you choose. You know, a family can sit together if they yeah. want, but. So that's been nice. They require you to wear the mask the whole time you're in the airport, the whole time you're on the airplane, and um, they're not doing like your regular drink and food service. It's 
you know, they give you a, a baggie with a bag of Cheez-Its and a, and a like a granola trough, bar. Just... What are those? Biscoff cookies. That's what they are. <laughs> oh, man, those things are good. No. So I was never a pretzel guy on the flight, but no. when they switched to those Biscoffs. My wife the other day, we were sitting at home watching Netflix. I was like, man, I just want like some something sweet, you know, some sort of dessert. She pulls out these Biscoff cookies. I'm like, that's not dessert. Like, that's not, they shouldn't even call that a cookie. That's a consolation prize for sorry you got to be on this flight, you know, like, that's not fair. Well, you, you prefer the pretzels? <laughs> I'd rather have pretzels than the Biscoffs. I mean, maybe the pretzels were like the mustard style or like the, the, with the Sanders jalapeno cheddar kind. I mean, but not just like. Oh. Dry bread. Ah, standard pretzels, man. It's not even it's... dried bread. It's like cardboard with salt on yeah, it. Oh, it's like, please. You guys are haters. It's like... Yes. It's yes, gross. we are haters of airline pretzels. <laughs> yes. Like, they're not any different than regular pretzels, though. Oh, no. I disagree. A Gold so- pretzels versus the stuff you get on airline? Or, or totally a, different. Or animal. Annie's pretzels? Yes. Do you hold your pinky up when you eat the pretzel? I mean... Damn dip, right I, I mean, do. Just, just so it doesn't dip in... <laughs> You're like, on a plane. You don't want to get well, it yeah, in the exactly. Mustard or cheese sauce? I mean, which one goes better with pretzel? Mustard. But you got to say, like, okay, like our date that we went on, how that, bomb was that fucking pretzel? I mean, that was a great pretzel, but that's... You're so not going to get a, a soft pretzel on an airplane, though. <laughs> I mean, maybe on some. Not no. on any no. ones that we're flying on. <laughs> okay, I'm not talking about the soft pretzel. I'm talking about the legit name brand bag of, like, dry pretzels that you get is better than what you get on an airplane. Sure. You guys are bougie. You, you are bougie. I <laughs> yes. agree with that. Jeez. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you're on an airplane. What are we talking about here? I mean, yeah, give me a Diet Coke and a bag of pretzels. I'm fine. You, right. See, like, I only order ginger ale on the plane. Like, I love ginger ale, but that seems to be the only time I order ginger ale. Mm. Like, I almost feel fancy, like, oh. It's the only time I ever get tomato juice fancy. on a plane. Tomato juice? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know, man. Something like about being disgusting. on a plane. <laughs> Something about being on a plane when I want tomato That's juice. so gross. What about you cl- never drink tomato juice? No, what I What about, like, a juice. Clamato? I don't Ugh. even know what that is, but that sounds Ugh. clam, clam, clam juice. Clam juice and tomato Oh, juice. hell no. Forget that noise, man. It's like a no. michelada. Real question no. here is, what's the deal with airline food? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Your stand-up music. Now, that's an atrocity. The meal they serve you. Well, I mean, if you've ever flown first class, I mean, it's it's changed. Now oh, who's bougie? Yeah, about to say, now who's bougie? <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Sorry. The the food going to Hawaii was pretty nice. You probably had some decent food when you went to Japan. No, I mean it's airline food. It's yeah, yeah but you at least get a but you at least get a meal. So it's, that's okay. what you call it. When it's I went re-warmed. to the Philippines, it's a rewarm it yeah. meal. It was pretty rough, but it was like bottomless sake Ooh. on the flight too. Oh, that's nice. So I was. See, I don't know <laughs> if I'd want to be like you. Have people that like pop like the. Uh, Xanax. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to feel that way on a plane. Why, just, just in case you have to fly it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just like, like... I think I'd rather have the Xanax at that point. <laughs> if I get lost in my own head, Keep the there's nowhere coming. for me to go. I'm in a cylinder tube. Yeah. I mean, I can't go hide out in the bathroom. There's just... I just don't want to f- be lost in my psyche. Okay. The worst thing is waking up with a hangover on the plane, like you've been drinking maybe in the airport or the first part of the flight, and it's a long flight. You wake up with a hangover on the plane, mm. and all you need is a, just a nice warm bag of greasy hot fries and the sun beaming down on my pasty face. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get that. <laughs> oh, it's you gotta, so bad. You got to bring your own fries on. Yes. Yeah. 
they're not hot at that point. Nope. No. It's not and they're the going to be like some like shitty Burger King fries. Can you microwave these for me, please, man? Yeah, Chick fil A's in uh, the Atlanta airport. Most airports. How does that help you on the Chick-fil-A. plane? I thought you were about to tell me there's a Chick fil A on the I'm plane. I'm you get decent fries yeah. in the airport. You, know? yeah. you ever so, eaten Chick fil A fries after they've gotten cold? Yeah, they're it's not very good. It's just a wedge yeah, of potato. Probably, yeah, it's not. I was just meaning they're not all Burger King anymore. Like, so you're starting our, to get some better stuff. So our photographer for the newspaper, um, he, I guess about, I don't know, 30 years ago or so, his buddy was a pilot. He was like, hey, do you want to go get lunch uh, with me one day? And he was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. They go on to his plane, and they fly down to Georgia, I believe. And they go to this brand new restaurant that was trying out, and it was Chick Fil A. So we had Chick Fil A like thirty years ago, back when it was nothing. Well, and so the original is a sit down restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it's called the Dwarf House. Yeah, so I mean, that's where he and that's he, a totally different experience. And he was saying like same it was, food. No, well, huh. and he was saying like they were. I mean, I forget how many years ago this was. Is he was. And he's he said a boy, thirty. He, yeah, I mean it was thirty. So well, I mean, I'm not too. I, I don't say like on the T. I don't know exactly. <laughs> Anyways, like he, like he got to go to this place and like. And now could, and, it, and now you can could, still go there. Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, they even talked about like business opportunities and stuff like that. So yeah, and he's like, oh, no, I'm good. But like, can you imagine like that falling in your lap yeah. and yeah, it's like the guys that uh, left. Macintosh, you know, and before it became, or, or, or Microsoft, you know. Yeah. Or turn down Google or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's there's thousands of stories Hell, like that. I know on my old computer, I have a few Bitcoin on there, but I don't remember any of the passwords. I don't remember any of the shit on there because I remember I... Take it to an IT guy and I've get it bought, uh, open. I bought a CD 10, 12 years ago using Bitcoin and... I don't know how much I bought it for because I bought like 50 bucks worth of Bitcoin just to use it because I thought it'd be the safe way to buy stuff online. So I probably at one point in time, I've purchased or used like $300,000 worth of Bitcoin. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't want to fucking think about that. Well, it's dropped a little now. It's You, you should have figured out how to get a it. And then, no. Yeah, a year ago. That would have yeah, been, been worth a ton of money. Lord knows. It's, I might have used it all, but I know at one point in time in the past decade, I used it to buy some bullshit that I don't even have anymore. I'm just not sure on cryptocurrency. I mean, it's such a questionable thing, you know? Well, it's all question. I mean, hell, regular currency is questionable. Like, uh, kind of. It's not bu- the same. I have a buddy from high school that that's his job. He buys... Other currency. Why is it and questionable? Sells it. I mean, because it always fluctuates. It always like oh, it doesn't make it questionable. That just yeah. means it fluctuates. Well, so Bitcoin doesn't actually exist. Well, no. But, no. So if somebody, whoever is is, we don't really know, but whoever is in Mr. charge of that, Mister Bit, is could literally say, "Well, this doesn't exist anymore," and everybody just lost this money, right? Well, a bank can't do that. It's federally insured. Sort of. So you kind of, both of you have completely misrepresented the entire monetary system. So I just want to congratulate both of you for that. 
So Bitcoin is based on this a, is the Arkansas school system at the <clears throat> It's nice, very nice. <laughs> Bitcoin is basically based on a, a share, uh, the ability to share. It's basically a, the ability to share. There's a there's standards so you can do that, and so the the concept is it's basically you know the ability to share, and so there's nobody who holds or backs it, but as long as there's the ability to transfer, and that's really what Bitcoin is. So as long as there's willing people to buy, much like stocks, really conceptually, yeah. then there's a market. So it's not like somebody backs it up. But for example... It doesn't exist, though. It doesn't. I, I got that. <laughs> but that money doesn't... It's not... Money is not backed by a bank. It's backed by the Federal Reserve, Reserve or whatever. Right. But, but I mean, you're... You've, you've oversimplified the, the the currency and you've undersimplified Bitcoin, <laughs> but that's that's fine. We probably don't need to get too deep. I'm in. just saying why I don't trust this cryptocurrency. This is why one person sells cigars, one person builds stuff, <laughs> right. and we're not in money management. The problem with cryptocurrency is there's no over over overarching control over that, so that there's nobody monitoring that, and there's the the black market, and that's what makes everybody nervous about that. Right. Right. The, the fact is they're shared agreements. So the, the fact is cryptocurrency is no less sort of stable um, than, than regular currency. But I mean, because for example, Argentina's currency blows up every 20 years and right. basically becomes worthless. So, <clears throat> you know, those, a lot of those third world nations. So currency cryptocurrency is just the problem is it's got the whole black market part of that and there's nobody monitoring it so it's very convenient for people up to nefarious things but that aside um yeah it, there's a shady element to that and, yeah. and the problem with that is if you forget your password <laughs> then nobody can get to it right, right. that's that's the it, it is completely secure so you have to have your password to your money so it's like you lose a twenty dollar bill on the street type deal. Right. You lost twenty bucks. No one me, my password is like some stupid like dance Gavin dance. I said, He's gonna go try that. <laughs> He's gonna try that. No, because I, I I wouldn't have known about them then. Okay. So yeah. your password's still one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's but, my social. But it is all zeros. Sorry. With or without the <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say with or without the dashes, but Mark's is so much I, I better. Use, I use the asterisks. Yeah. So, but yes, the, the uh, cryptocurrency is, it's, the problem with it is since it's not actually based in a in an economy, it's sort of uh, in a black market, it's notoriously unstable. And so we see this, you see people who are, you know, a year or two ago when it was running up huge, it wasn't really based on anything, just uh, news stories and all that stuff. And and now that it's out of the news stories, it's coming back down. And, yeah. and, and you know, it's just well, the, it's notoriously unstable, uh, the value of it. Right. But U.S. dollar, just because it goes up and goes down, that's just because um, uh, factors within the U.S. and worldwide right. with trade and other things cause the value of the dollar to go up and down. That's, that's, that's the world economy working as it should. Guys, this episode this is a weird ass show <laughs> all straight up. over the place. Start out as a straight review. And that doesn't, 
that doesn't make the you that doesn't make currency uh, un uh, you know unstable. That just makes it. Well, you know, let's let's make it even weirder. Let's talk about the monolith that's been popping up all throughout the world. Hold on a second, Mark. How you liking that T fifty two coronet? I was going to say, what, 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 what are you all smoking? We're smoking the T fifty two coronet. I owe you for this. This is awesome. Josh got me a T fifty two coronet. Um, first of all, this is a great size for the T fifty two. Yes, is sir. It, is this a is a beautiful T fifty two coronet. Yes. <laughs> It's a T-52 coronet. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to come over there and punch he's you still, in the throat. And I'm going to hold your arm. He's still, he's still got that sass. <laughs> he does. I love this size of a lot of cigars, but in particular of stronger cigars. Yes. And this is a great smoke. Thank you, friend. What's well, like those uh, those super small Perdomo minis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I fucking love those. It's my field cigar, man. Oh, yeah. That smoke was great. That and what, was the the, uh, what was the uh, Padron? That they had, it was like it was like that also. Corticos, yes, God, those were amazing. Because it could be a fiftieth, it could be a sixty-four. Was that the Padron? Yeah, yeah. you, you, you Padron. never you, because you never knew what it was because they just utilized the uh, the the scraps pretty much. Oh, that reminds See, me, I need to I need to order the rollers blend. I love that that, uh, that Fuente Random Cubanitos. Thoughts. I know mm-hmm. this is the name of this episode. It's so good, Random Thoughts. <laughs> Random Thoughts. So By talk about Aaron. the monoliths, Aaron. Aliens or no? I, dude, I don't know. I haven't read up on it. So read me in. What what the day? I saw one. So one and then I saw Utah, a meme of a... So evidently the one in Utah, it's gone now. But they went back through like GPS imagery and it got there sometime between 2016 and 2017. Hmm. So it was there for three plus years of not being noticed. Then some hikers found it, you know, hoopla, all this kind of stuff. People taking pictures. One day it's gone. And no. then, and then it sh- there's another one that shows up in Romania, same there's size several, and everything. Several across the yeah. world. And then that show. one is same thing. Pictures taken by all that stuff. Somebody takes it away. And then there's another one in California. So is there any specificity or, or significance to like where they're located? No, just random Remote places. spots. Did but, you see the one that was just a sheet of tin sticking in the ground? And the guy said, this is an Arkansas monolith. God, it's probably a piece of corrugated metal. There's one. Somebody's There's there's one downtown Vegas that was somebody put up as well. But Wait, was, so the, so the one in Utah, they just they have video of a guy actually taking it and he and he shattered it. Yeah. So it was like yeah they they have that one, but like a lot of people were saying it, this one artist he was known for doing artwork like this. He died in 2011. So mm. unless he has like a proxy. That is continuing on like a big elaborate joke. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I don't think it's aliens, but you know. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's aliens either. But I, you believe we, in aliens? I do because the the universe is huge. It'd be the same thing as saying like if I take a if I take a cup and I dip it in the ocean, and there's not a shark in there. Well, sharks don't exist because there's not one in the cup. It's the same way of saying eh, like, not exactly. I mean, it's the same. It's the same principle, though. But would a shark fit in a cup? Um, so <laughs> it's a small shark. But the weird it's a part of this, shark or the weird part is they find <laughs> the one in Utah and then they find two more. Yeah, it but just, like, but they but they find them the day after it's removed from the from the previous place. So if, if it's a giant elaborate joke or a Banksy thing, like what he's known, for, I don't know who, what it is, but it's like. It's interesting, nonetheless. Oh, it's interesting for sure. 
Yeah, I asked about the significance of like the location because no, like all the places, the ancient aliens thing about it. it's in these specific meridian lines yeah. and stuff. Oh, if you could give that. me something like that, they're I might latch onto it a little the bit. The attack of humans um, and where they're going to eat us. I, I bet mean, you honestly, aliens don't have a twelve gauge <laughs> shotgun, Bubba. I mean, honestly, the way that twenty twenty is going, I'm expecting aliens. Yeah, we're there. almost over. I mean, we're close. I'm betting for aliens at the inauguration. You just watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Well, that happened one time in that movie. But I know, right? Place blew up. Same. What, what movie is that? Independence Day. Okay. I know that one. <laughs> I was gonna say hey, because it came out. Lost City. It came. It came out on my birthday. Yeah. Oh goodness. Was that the last best Will Smith summon, summer blockbuster? Ali. Was that a summer blockbuster? I don't know. Does it have to be a summer blockbuster? I mean, he used to be known for the summer blockbuster movies. You had that. You had. Uh, uh, Bad Boys 1 and 2. Yeah, I Am Legend. But now it's just like... Mm, I don't think I Am Legend was a blockbuster. This show. But like... <laughs> what were in these cigars? <laughs> it's so smoky in this room. I don't, I, yeah, I mean, he was popular for a period, but you could say that about anybody, right? No, but like he was like... It seemed like it was always him and uh, the Scientologist dude. Who were Tom huge. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Who yeah. were huge in the summertime. You know there's a big Scientology building in Kansas City? Dude. You seen that? The Kansas Cityans were pissed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because... I saw it when I was at Boulevard. So, I actually, I actually went, when I went up there to Katera, and I was talking to Swinney, I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, where'd that come from? So, they were working on that building for years, and it had a drop cloth over the whole top, and nobody ever saw. And then one day, they took the drop cloth off. And, it was that big Scientology band. And it had the and it had the Scientology logo and like the city was pissed. Or I don't know about the city, because I'm gonna assume the city knew, but like the Kansas Cityans themselves were like, what the fuck? Do you guys know the origin of Scientology? Dude, it's Oh Ron Hubbard. Yeah. That is some crazy stuff. I listen to the last podcast on the left a lot, and they do some great investigation into everything like that. And it's really, really interesting because then it goes into like the black mountain and how he was trying to open up a portal into other stuff. And like, yeah. he was doing it with uh, Alistair Crowley, who is the leader of the biggest occult. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. Like what all it goes into it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to uh Necronomapod is another one that yeah, did that's a good episode one. on it. And I, I listened to that one a while back and, it's just crazy. Hmm. The show. Oh, let me tell you. I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole last week of people going to chiropractors and like getting their necks popped and backs yeah. popped. Like I want to do that so bad because no. that, that looks so good. But yes. then like everybody is having that reaction. Like what you just had, like, Oh, once you do it one time, you have to do it forever. I, I, I'd be fine with that. I'm not going to get into this because I've had this argument multiple times with have, other people. Have, have you ever been to a chiropractor? Though? No, I, I refuse to go. Why? He, do, he doesn't. I think don't real need doctors. to go. No, I go to doctors. But I'm saying you don't think they're real doctors. No, now, yeah, there's a lot of them that have figured out like certain people need that, right? They have injuries yeah. or or whatever. Sure. Like people need certain chiropractic work, but so you don't think it could help your lower back pain? Per se? I don't think. I don't think the mass majority of people that go to chiropractors need a chiropractor and they get addicted to that feeling. It's just like popping your knuckles, right? Yeah. And I think that's why I would go and I'd be totally fine with that. I'm just not going to pay somebody to 
create another issue. They're not solved. They do the traditional. I'm not saying there's not people that need it, but traditional chiropractors that you see that are in every single shopping center in town do not actually fix anything. They bring people in, they pop their back or their neck or whatever. It gives them a, a dopamine dump. And then two weeks later, they got to go back because they, they, they got dopamine only lasts so long. And I'm not going to pay somebody to create another addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. Like I said, nothing against chiropractors. Like there's some people that do great work. We have a customer that, that comes in here that uh, specializes in hands for people that have had injuries and he does phenomenal work for people. But the mass majority of people do not need to go to a chiropractor. I went and got a... You can uh, do the exact same thing by stretching and doing yoga. I went and got a Swedish massage. Swedish, bleh, Swedish massage. That's hard to say. <laughs> no, it's it not. oiled you up and rubbed you down. Well, no, but like whenever they, whenever she was doing it and she got to my hands, like I could have done just an hour of that. Like just digging in onto the hands. I'm like, I could have fucked the rest. Just that was nice. So I can see that. I need to go to a hand doctor. Mine is my feet. I don't because know. Because of all the rucking and running, mine is my feet. Man, my feet are it. all kinds of messed up. You got like LeBron James feet? No, they, they, and they don't look weird or anything like that. I mean, they, they're feet, so they look weird, but, you know. You get the Antonio Brown peel, <laughs> yeah. peeling. Oh, oh God, oh. that's bad. Like a chicharron. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, man, I'm telling you, the foot massage. Ugh. Sorry, guys. I got this way off track. I apologize. This this whole episode is a dumpster fire of nonsense. Oh, there we go. That's the good good show name right there. Dumpster fire of nonsense? Dumpster fire of nonsense. I finally got a title in there. Yes, after 100 episodes, I finally got a title. Yes. If you don't name it that, I'm going to be so mad at you. I'll name it that. That's fine. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, I think we're all pretty much done. Yep. So anything coming up? I guess we do have, let's see. I guess your event is time-wise into in the tomorrow. Past. So yeah. it'll be over by the time this It was a good out. event. Yeah. Right, okay. So we're giving away the Traeger Grill. Traeger Grill, yeah. That, no, is go, that like a lot of shops or a select few or what? No, so we have a event format where we can give away whatever the shop customers prefer. Mm -hmm. So here, the Traeger grills are really popular right now, Mm -hmm. so that's what we decided to give away. But, I mean, we we did this same event when I still worked here, Mm -hmm. um, and we did a fishing trip that year, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That was good. Guided fishing trip and a three-night stay at a resort. So, I mean, you know, I've done golf trips, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you get a spa and hotel and and golf trips. Yeah, Ashton's always giving away some some really nice stuff. We cater it to the customer. Yeah. So it's a way to do it. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, what else? I guess we're still doing a little meetup on July 16th. January. July. <laughs> January. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but we could do July 16th, too. I we could. It might be, might be, if it's a Tuesday, probably not. But, uh, yeah, January 16th. January 16th. Yep. Yeah. Looking of, forward to it. As of right now, still. As still of right on. now, it's still definitely on. So. You can see all this nonsense in person. We could. So, plenty of it to go around. Get Why you would, some. Why would you? Yep. Yeah. 
could be on the podcast. Yeah, because we're going to do that. We're going to set up four mics and then just have at it. Have at it. So. Terrifying. Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. Are you, you going to be up here then? I don't know. I'll have to look at my schedule. Oh, he has a schedule. Yeah, man. You t- when you do what I do, you got to have a schedule. Where, 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 are you he- where are you heading from here? Uh, well, I'm headed back to Atlanta for the weekend. And man, then, I was uh, really hoping he'd say your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of expecting that. <laughs> I really <laughs> hoped I lobbed it. I lobbed it to him. Uh, back to Atlanta this weekend and then back out on the road. I'll be in Alabama, Mississippi next week. Nice. Back, I'll be back in this area for Christmas, see my family. So and you're then, traveling back there for Christmas? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, we'll see you then. Yep. Definitely. Nice. All right. Well, we will see everybody next week. Be the good. Stay sharp. Bye. <laughs> As we all start, Steve. <laughs> no, I take that back. I'm not saying goodbye. You're not saying goodbye? <laughs> not at all. <laughs>